0: Golf, hein? Gros golf en hiver. Il riche ce de tout, même des lois de la nature.
1: André, ta mère est très en retard. Je dois partir. Tu vas t'occuper d'Annie.
0: Annie, Annie, t'as failli casser la télé. Ceci est un message enregistré.
1: L'élopant est l'objet d'une mise en quarantaine. On souvent du bruit. Mais là, ça atteint le stade de l'orgie sanguinaire. Il y a
0: des gens qui ont l'air pas bien.
1: Joining us today on Moving Radio via Zoom all the way from Quebec is Julian Knafo, the writer and director of the film Brain Freeze. It's going to be playing as part of the Edmonton International Film Festival on Friday, September 23rd at 6.30 p.m. at the Landmark City Center Cinemas downtown. And here's the bonus. Not only are you going to see a fantastic film, which I got to say, Julian, is this is the perfect film for a Friday night. I'm just telling you. Um, Oh, yeah, I think so. I love it that Julian is I, also going to be in town for a Q&A post film, which is fantastic. Very excited about it. Can't wait to be there. I've been to Edmonton
0: before, but I uh, can't wait to discover that. I mean, I've been reading about a festival. It looks amazing. I, I'm
1: sure I'm going to have a great time. I certainly hope so. The interesting thing about this film is that the title itself doesn't necessarily just give you really enough about this film because its it's got a lot of layers, right? From the outside perspective, some people might be like, oh, uh, Julian made a a zombie movie. But I mean, it's so much deeper than that. It's far more about a satire about class warfare than maybe necessarily about the people who are infected. We don't call them zombies in the film. They're infected. So maybe let's give the audience a little bit more detail about the plot of Brain Freeze and what happened on Peacock Island. Uh, I can uh, just quickly say we've been
0: battling with that same thing you're talking about, meaning. We've seen so many zombies movie and when you come up and I think it's it's been such a hard thing for the distributor to try to market this film and I understand why. And it took nine years to make. And the reason it took nine years to make is that we had to convince institution that we're gonna make this very original film that they've never seen before. So i think this relate to more, uh, i like to say english humor in a way it has it has this kind of uh, humor you're supposed to laugh or you're not sure if you're supposed to laugh and it has deeper sense to it uh, which make it more than a zombie movie in, in many ways but it was really long to make because of all those reasons because i had to explain the tone i don't know if you've seen it but we had a we we did make a proof of concept have you
1: seen The Proof of Concept? No, I watched the film, but I haven't seen The Proof of I'll Concept.
0: I'll The Proof of Concept because this really helped us making the film because it sold the idea of an original zombie movie that's not just this gory movie. It was already sold as, you know, it's going to be visually interesting. There's going to be a baby in it, and there's going to be a zombie in it. And, and already, you know, it sold the idea. And we had to make that to make the film and to make people... I, to make people understand where we're going. So so that proof of concept really helped us. And so Nine Years in the Making, and it did go through a lot of change. But I think as hard as it was to make a film throughout those nine years, because there was all those, all those rewrites, I have to say it really helped the film because I think it got richer and richer while we were reworking it and rewriting it. And it's not the case for every film, but in that film, I think it, it, it is. And then we got, and this is where we talk about what brain freeze is all about. We got caught with reality. The reality caught up to us, which is crazy. We, Because the idea of brain freeze, and, and I can tell you exactly what I think it's about, but brain freeze, just to sum it, sum it up really quickly. The idea of brain freeze is the idea that you have this gate community that is all about leisure and winter's coming and they hate it because they can't play golf. So they just um, they'll call this company, which is of call M, which is, you know, some sort of a Monsanto kind of company that will create this formula to make the grass grow through uh, winter. And of course, you know, it's it's done very quickly and it does affect the water of this gated community, and it does turn people into green zombies. So this is the premise of the film. premise of the film is Brain Freeze is about a gated community where people are getting infected by this molecule created by a company to play golf all year long, which is it's an absurd idea at best, right? In that idea, you have a few survivors, and then you get into the buddy movie, where people that are, you know, uh, everything... Are not supposed to bring them together they are brought together and they'll have to use each other to find solution so in that sense brain freeze is a lot more than a zombie movie i like to call it uh, first of course brand a zombie movie but it's a it's a buddy movie but most of it's also a coming of age movie because main character is a a 14 years old and he has a little babysitter that's a baby sister that's one year old and he'll have to take care of her because suddenly you know Parents are dead. Everybody's dead. And then it becomes like a coming of age because it's this little kid who has been giving everything in life, lives in this amazing community, and then he has nothing and he has to learn to find it in him to save Elizabeth, to save himself and everything. So it's three films in one, I like to say. But most of it, it's it's an entertaining film. This is what I wanted to make. I think this is most of Is I wanted to make an entertaining film. You would have told me It would take you nine years to make a zombie movie. I would say, are you crazy? I'm not into zombies. I don't, you know, I think they're fun. Zombies are fun because they can be whatever you want them to be. This is the fun thing. It's not like Frankenstein or, you know, Dracula. They are what they are. Zombies can be actually what you want them to be. They are basically, and I've seen every zombie movies I've read, you know, I've become an expert about zombie without wanting to. But I I have to say, I appreciate it because honestly, there have been essays, very serious essays about zombies. But the idea of a zombie is that it's a dead person. He's dead. So it's it's an empty vessel and you can put him in it, whatever you want. There's cliche, there's, there are some uh, newcomer uh, and ideas where they want you to bring the zombie to that place, Uh, but it can really be whatever you want. But basically, I think zombies are really often used as an apocalyptic uh, signal of the end of the world. This is like the idea of the, 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 the zombie apocalypse. And I think that's why it's really talking to people these last decade, because we have this feeling that with warm, uh, with global warming, with everything, that we have this urgency and this risk of all becoming zombies. I believe that this is why we are interested so much in zombies. I decided to take the zombies and to make them basically an image of our society that decided that the only thing that we want is to have pleasure, right? Suddenly that becomes death in a way, and that that becomes a danger. And this is, and in all of that, I've decided that, and this is why I think this film is really entertaining, and that's why I think people like it, even if they don't like zombie movie and. This is what happens. I've seen so many people come up to me and say, I hate zombie movie, but I like your film. Because what it is before a zombie movie, it's a character-driven film, which means that I was attached to my character. When I directed that film, all the characters, and especially the main characters, and honestly, I can't say it was the same in other films that I've done, but especially in that film, I was attached to that character, and I wanted to tell that story of those characters, and how they survive could have been in any other movie and i think that's what it's all about it's a character-driven movie you want to know what's going to happen to the character you you care about them you've taken 30 minutes to establish where they're from you kind of know them then you want to know what happens and then you have those babies and we'll talk about them but they're adorable and you want to know what's going to happen to them and at the end of the day i hope you're not going to go out of the theater and go well it was a fun zombie movie you'll go out of the theater going i had fun watching that film it's 90 minutes it was fun i sort of have the, the sensation that i just didn't see something that's kind of just empty i saw something that has a bit of resonance with what's happening right now because we're talking about pandemic because and all the subject and i think you'll agree with me a lot of subjects were sub Sub Mather in the film are talking about what we're living right now a gated community that's like in French, you would say la rose arose. I mean, they don't want people to come in, and then suddenly that becomes their burden because they can't go out and they're surrounded by a wall, and, and this is their problem now. And there's this idea this idea of you know, we can talk about so many themes that are right now happening in or were happening two years ago when the film really was finished about the pandemic it was really about you know uh trying to find the antidote trying to find where does it come from this 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 disease right that came out from nowhere how come we have to how can we can how come we have to all be quarantined because of what happens to those gated communities they are quarantined not by themselves so we've been through that in canada and other part of the country because of the pandemic we've been all quarantined and i don't know if you know but We didn't finish. We we were stopped at five days before the end of the shoot because of the quarantine. Before because of the COVID, and there's a huge story about that because we had babies. They were gonna grow. We had a like a teenager. He was gonna get bigger. They stopped us at five days before the end of the shoot, and we didn't know where we're gonna shoot again. And those babies were growing, and the uh, and you know it it was crazy. It it was like. uh, reality really cut ca- uh, up with with uh, the fiction it was crazy and then I could talk for hours and hours but talk for hours about that but
1: uh, I, I, good ending ending is good oh yeah trust me I was, uh, i've seen the full film the ending definitely works we are speaking today with julian Canajo, uh writer director and composer and we're discussing the film brain freeze which you can be playing as part of the edmonton international film festival check it out friday september 23rd at 6 30 p.m at landmark city center cinemas where julian will also be in attendance to see the film and do a q a post film I mean, anybody who might be familiar with your previous work or even just to look it up would understand, like I felt, I was like, this is a bit of a left turn for Julian, I thought. Yeah. And and I I think you kind of alluded to it as well already in the previous answer, but did you feel like genre filmmaking was the way to go? to approach some of the ideas that you have did you feel like it gives you a little bit more latitude to talk about some of the social issues that you examined in the film and do you do that because you're like oh it gives me latitude and also it doesn't have to be too heavy or did you just feel like i want to try something that i haven't tried before that gives me a chance to talk about these ideas that uh, that i really want to cover all in one film Yeah. the short answer is i think i don't think
0: about these things i think i've if I'm honest with myself, I really approach cinema as an entertaining vessel and I want to make entertaining films. So the last feature film I did with three other directors, it was really serious and it had nothing to do with genre. But I think I was I'm always attracted to genre film or attracted to entertaining film. But I ask myself a lot of questions Am my film always. Uh, goes maybe a bit further than just the entertaining part of it, even if it's what I want to do. So I would like to consider myself as, you know, uh, I'd say John McTernan, which is a great director. He's not with us anymore, but he did like Die Hard. He did Predator, you know, those very entertaining films. I'd like to think myself as a director like that, but I'm not. I'll never be him because my film always have like this edge to it that makes it like author entertaining film because i don't know i guess i i can't i'm always i trying to find the idea behind that and i'm going further than just the storyline so i'm into genre film i've always been into genre film i'm not into zombie movie especially but you know i'd like to do a cop film but you know i'd like to do an entertaining film but I'll, i think i'll always be ending up doing like a entertaining film that's kind of like on the border of a, the author kind of film and I, I, I always end up I think wanting to go further than just the pure simple story from A to B to C because I'm listening to the meaning what it, what does it mean what's happening in my film what does it mean what, what does it mean for the character what is it maybe I overthink it a bit too much but Brain Freeze is a very entertaining film, and I love that film. And I think it's one of my favorite films from what I've done. And I'm very hard on myself when I do movies, but I I think the reason I love so much Brain Freeze is that idea of the character-driven movie, which means that I really felt I loved my characters. And I I don't think I've had that feeling in other films where I I really felt I was serving, as a director and as a writer, those characters as before I was more serving my intellectual whatever and you know this was really about the character and with my producer we always said this is Andre's story. Who is he? How are you gonna like? Him? Because he, he starts at the film and he's a little brat. You know he's he's like a little kid living in that community in that community. And you know, obviously he has to do nothing for you. everything is given to him, right? How are you gonna make this character lovable? How are you gonna make this character interesting? And this is what it's all about. And that the moment where I felt I like that character, maybe as a director, it was easier to do that film and to love that film also. Which is gonna be interesting for my next film because I, I see it like that. And I, I and I, I and I want to do my next film thinking about it. Thinking about it's so important to be in touch with your characters, to be really rooting for them, to understand why you are writing about them, as if they're telling you what you should tell, right, in a way. or You're not above your characters. The characters are above you in a way. I never watch my film again. I, I don't like to be in the theater when I show my film again, but Brain Freeze, I love it. I love to be in the theater. I love to, to be with people. Uh, so it's a good feeling, and it's a great feeling to be there and to show it uh in west canada because we didn't have we didn't sell it in west canada the film it's a question of distribution there's so many reasons for it but we had great response wherever we showed it uh and so i can't wait to see how they're gonna react to it there's a universal story behind that i think but uh we'll see very exciting to be there and to get the feel of the uh the people in edmonton see how they react to the film. I want to do genre film. I want to do entertaining film at first. And then I surprise myself doing more than that. And in the in the case of Brain Freeze, it served me well. I think it's a, before everything, it's a film about characters. And I think people enjoy, follow them for an hour and a half. And few people will come to me and say, I really was bored with your film, you know? You might not like it, but I'm pretty sure you're not going to be bored. It's It's just, easy to watch it's fun to watch and if you go further it's 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 interesting also
1: well and i think what's interesting too for you is this idea of of you as a writer as a director as a composer that it's almost like it's like you have three artists in your head who are probably are all vying for control at different times and i've talked to a few people who will do this What it's like to shift gears in those modes, because it's hard enough to be confident at one of those things, much less all three on the same project. So talk to me a little bit about how maybe you shift gears in that regard when it comes to informing each and maybe how you feel like each one of those strengths informs the other one to make you a better composer. Being a director writer makes you a better composer. Uh, Well, I'll
0: tell you right away. I realized doing Brain Freeze um, that all the three are the same. There are never going to be one stronger than the other because what it is at the end of the day, it's me creating. And I'm going to tell you something very strange. I've never been so less interested in doing movie than since I didn't brain freeze. Meaning I got out of this experience looking at movies with a feeling that I don't have to do that for the rest of my life. I don't have to. It's not a bad thing. Of course, I'd love to direct film until the end of my life. I'd love to do that. But the way I see it is that I gain, I think, understanding about myself. And that's throughout the three, directing, writing, and composing. I gain understanding of this is all about pleasure, having fun. Do the best that you can. And that's what I told my producers. Many times, I'll do the best that I can, right? Because we had so many problems, right? It's surreal. And the only thing I was saying is like, I'll do the best. I'll give you whatever I can. I'll do the best that I can. And then at the end of the day, the film is really fun, but I feel content with the idea that I can write music, I can write the story, I can direct, I can do none of these things. But what, if I'm doing something that's touching, something that makes me grow, something that I like, I'll be happy. And I can explain it a lot better, I'm sure, but I don't have that urgency that I had before, and I think Brain Freeze really crystallized that because I saw all those people working in that film, and it's the first film really that big that I did. I see all those director of photography, very professional people, you know, Giving their 100% for something that you wrote. You, you always have that moment you, where you arrive in the morning and you see all those trucks, you know, and you go, this is for my story? It's crazy. There's, what the, fuck, you know? I, I had that feeling and and it's surreal, but at the same time, it's amazing, but it's surreal. You know, it's surreal to have a hundred person working for a story that you wrote, right? I had the pleasure of of, of taking a few steps back, realizing that was an amazing privilege. That was crazy. But, you know, at the same time, I was seeing other way of doing a movie. I was seeing other way of uh, constructing my craft. I was, I was being a bit frustrated about seeing that person working that way where I thought it was the energy was not put at the right place. But I knew why they did that. And I'll tell you one thing, brain freeze is the sum of all those professional persons that work on film. It's not my film. It's really the film of all those amazing professional persons that work in the film. You can you think about, you know, director of photography. You think about uh, makeup artists. You think of all these people are crazy about their craft. They're amazing about it. This, you know, they're the best. And you feel that, you know, they're telling the story with you. And, and I've, one of the great lessons was that, you don't tell them how to do their job. I had, for example, mixing was such an amazing, pleasurable moment for me because I was working with Gavin Fernandez, which is one of the greatest mixer in Montreal. Really, he's an amazing guy who's done so many films. And I was sitting down, and he was mixing my music. You know, he was cutting my music. He was shifting things. He was doing... One, and I, I was just I was watching, and I was like, this is amazing. You know, I had nothing to say. But when you are in that blissfulness of working with a professional where you're just sitting down and you are watching this professional do his craftsmanship and it's that close to your heart, it's that close to what you feel, it's amazing. It's crazy, right? I'd love to do another movie. I'd love to. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel it's it's such a hard thing to do a movie. It's such, so much people work on that. You have to be dead serious to you know, to go through that process. And and when you go through that process, you have to have fun. If you don't have fun, there's you know, it's it's not worth it. And so many people don't have fun while they're doing this. So many people take themselves so seriously when they're doing that. And while I think the only great way to see to do that is to have fun and to appreciate the the artistry of other people around you. And if it's not bad, fuck it. I mean Am I gonna t- wait another nine years to do another film? Maybe, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wait for that to be happy. I'm not gonna place that in the center of my life. And it's terrible to do that because I'm not selling myself. And nobody should listen to what I have to say because I, you know, it, it's probably the worst thing to say if I want to advance in my career. But I feel really more confident as a director, as a writer, as a composer. And the three of them really are not in competition with each other, not at all. Writing and directing—it's hard to tell exactly what happened. But when I was composing the music, when I started composing the music, I did some draft before I was shooting the film, and I came back to my draft when the film was shot, and the draft really worked well with the film. And I said, "So I did it." You know, I, the tone was there, which is the tone of the film. It, it was the hardest thing to get because it's a very particular tone, and, and I always give the example of English humor. Again, uh, we haven't had a lot of that in Quebec until a few years. Now we have a bit more of that. So the tone was really hard. And, and so the music was the, f- the, for me, it's the first time I had so much fun and it was so easy to write the soundtrack. I did a lot of soundtrack for the people or even for me, but this went through like as a breeze. And, and so maybe all of that participate in the, in that feeling that I have that it needs to stay, in France, you say
1: ludic. It needs to say it needs to stay not too serious. It needs to stay fun. Julian, it is okay. That's that's the whole thing. And if you want to hear Julian Nafo uh, talk more, I say I'd say what you want to do is you want to make sure that you check out the Edmonton International Film Festival's presentation of his film, Brain Freeze. It's going to be happening Friday, September 23rd at 6:30 p.m. at the landmark city center cinemas. And that's with all films. You can find out more if you go to EdmontonFilmFest.ca. But the big thing is Julian is going to be in attendance for the Q and A. Is there anything you want to say that will help maybe people out there if they want to connect with Brain I wanna, Freeze yeah. online? Yeah. Like, is there anywhere you want to direct them to to be like, check this out for if sure. you want to find out more about the film, sure. what the film is about? Uh, you don't like zombie movie? Come and see
0: Brain Freeze. It's not a zombie movie. You'll see. So many people came and see. I, I me, I came and see me and say. I hate zombie movie, I love your movie, you'll see. It's a fun film, it's not a zombie movie, it's a lot more than that. And think about the pandemic that we just got through and that'll resonate through you know, whatever we went through and while it does, you'll be entertained and you'll see two
1: fucking amazing
0: babies. (laughs) It's crazy. I'd love to say that I directed them,
1: but I didn't. It's crazy. I have so much stories about them. They're crazy. It's going to blow your minds, people. Like if you go for the babies, (laughs) go see this zombie, this supposed zombie movie, go see this highly infected people movie for the babies. That's how you're going to sell it.
0: (laughs) It uh, You know, I'm really happy about that film. And I hope people will come and see it. And, and, I'm really sure people will enjoy it. I'll say
1: 95% of people will see it, will enjoy it. That's Jimmy, what I believe. I, I, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. If you trust my opinion out there, people, trust me, this is a great film. You want to be there on it's Friday the 23rd at 6.30 p.m. I'm called the Lille, but I'm not
0: infected. You said you tu not infected. How do you think you're infected? J'avais vu des zombies avec des yeux, vrai. Des jeunes sautes des zombies. Ah ouais. Au vrai